1: I'm excited about today's show. I'll be joined by Mary Catherine Johnson, and we'll explore what you need to know to set up a successful funnel using Messenger bots. Yes, you heard me, funnels using Facebook, Messenger, and bots. I think you're going to find this very interesting. By the way, if you want to reach out to me, you can email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. And now for this week's brand new discovery
0: helping you stay alive in the social jungle. Here is this week's survival tip.
1: This week, I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric?
0: I was actually shared this by a member of our community named Lauren Tickner, and she shared with me a a very cool app called VideoShop, which is a mobile uh, editing tool for video on the Google Android as well as the iOS devices.
1: And what does it do?
0: So what this does, and she showed me, I took a look at her her Instagram account and her IG IGTV account, and she's using this app to edit all her IGTV videos. You can use it as a standalone video recorder, video um, editor, as well as um, it, it does a lot of cool stuff. So let me let me kind of walk you through. I mean, it's very simple, but it's like having you know, iMovie and, uh, you know, your phone's camera all tied into one place instead of having to go to different apps to do it. Hmm. So, um, so first and foremost, it can record in 16 by 9 or 9 by 16. So you can go to landscape or vertical video and as well as one to one, which is the square video ratio. And then not only that, can you select between those different formats, but you can then select... The different formats of the camera itself so you can select hd with 30 frames per second or hd with 60 frames per second or even if your phone can do it you can go up to you know 4k with 30 or 60 frames per second as well cool depending upon what you're wanting to shoot then it can also do the stop motion effects and so you can you can uh, you know press, press and hold to record and it'll stop motion, you know, recording one piece at a time of a stop motion video inside of this app oh, cool. as well as, uh, what's the other one? There's another one here. Oh, slow motion. That's right. So you can do slow motion video in here as well. So
1: I would imagine, is it also good enough that you could pull a couple clips together and do some editing?
0: Yeah. So then that's the other piece of it. Not only can you capture in different formats. You can then edit in those different formats right there in your phone. You can, you know, add sound effects or subtitles. You can trim out any of the unwanted things, uh, from different videos. You can, you know, split at the, uh, split in between the clips and then, you know, crop certain places or sorry, uh, cut certain pieces of your video out. You can even then on the vice versa of that c- use combining or combining, uh, different clips together. So this is kind of the, I mean, I'm finding as I've been using this to, uh, record and test out vertical video only that this is really all you need to really get some good, maybe IGTV episodes together is record them on your phone and then use this to edit them and kind of piece them together. It even has, um, filters kind of like, you know, video filters kind of like Instagram does on its videos.
1: Does it do transitions between clips too? If you want to do that,
0: yeah. There's some different, uh, some different transitions and text, and even voice, uh, voiceover. So you could actually record something that is completely visual only, where you're not in the shot, and then in post, re, you know, have it be playing on your phone, and hit the voice thing and record a voiceover uh, in post.
1: Interesting. Now, um, what does this thing cost?
0: This is free, and then there's certain you know filters and effects that you can unlock as in-app purchases.
1: Very cool. It sounds like a little play on Photoshop, except it's Video Shop. Um, yes. Yeah. Very very interesting. Yeah, because there's been so much interest right now since IGTV came out for people to edit stuff on their phone, and um, because a lot of people are like, okay, if I'm filming it on my phone, I may as well edit it on my phone because it makes it a lot quicker than just going, pulling it to the computer and then pulling it back onto my phone or whatever, you know, so that's pretty cool, man.
0: Yeah, very cool. So So,
1: we find it at where?
0: Videoshop.net, and that will have the link to both the respective uh, app stores. Awesome, thank you so much, Eric.
1: You're welcome. And now for today's interview with Mary Catherine Johnson.
0: Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide.
1: Today, I'm excited to be joined by Mary Catherine Johnson. If you don't know who Mary is, she's a messenger bot expert who advises and helps businesses build bots. Find out more about her at messengerfunnels.com. She's also the host of the Parent Entrepreneur Podcast. Mary, welcome to the show. Hey there, Mike. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I can't wait to chat. So today, Mary and I will explore how to use funnels in your messenger bots. Um before we get into that, I'd love to hear your story, Mary. How did you get to get into Messenger Bots? Feel free to start wherever you want to start.
2: <laughs> well, it's actually Andrew Warner's fault. Um, I will totally blame it on him and do every time. He, I was on his list and he did uh, you know an email campaign saying, how would you like 80% open rates and 60% click-through rates? Uh, Join me on this webinar. And of course, I said, yeah, I want that. And uh, signed up for the webinar with no intention of going because I just don't uh, usually attend webinars anymore. I watch replays sometimes. But somehow at that time, I had free and went ahead and jumped on that webinar. And he was actually building a bot live with Chatfuel. Uh, This was very, very beginning. And um, it was uh, January of 2017. And I just... Absolutely, my mind was blown. It just, it, it's, it's Mike. It's like it's like everything clicked. You know, I've been in online business since 2003, and it's like everything just clicked and made sense. This whole marketing journey, the fact that we keep fighting for higher numbers and people to get in our funnels and people to see our stuff, it just made sense. And so I dove in and said, "Yep, uh, this is what I need to do," Um, and. The rest is history.
1: So what were you doing? What was your work? What was your path, if you will, you were on before you started learning about Messenger Bots? I was in the podcast. So I had the
2: Parent Entrepreneur Power podcast and I'd been doing that since about 2014. It launched January 2014. But other than that, I was consulting with parents building businesses and most of the people I consulted with were in the beauty industry. So they were estheticians and spas and um, hair salons, things like that. And they kept coming to me as I was consulting with them on what to do in digital marketing. They were growing and they said, you know what, we can't really do this ourselves anymore? Can you do it for us? And mm. so I built an agency called Beauty Tech Tools. And for about a year, I launched that in January of 2016. And so I was doing all their digital marketing specific for these beauty industry clients. And then January rolls around and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in this world and went to the webinar and, that's it. It switched everything for me. And I now switched all of my beauty industry clients over to bots. And I still do some other things for them, but I'm
1: phasing all that other stuff out and I focus exclusively in bots. And are you still podcasting? Oh yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, we're coming up on six years. Um, and you've been more than six years. So we're all we're all like original gangsters in the podcasting yeah. world.
2: No, I'm not actually more than six years. I'm two thousand and fourteen. So Oh, I
1: thought you said two thousand, okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought you said earlier. But still, even 2014, uh, yeah. four years. I mean
2: Yeah. You know, yep. I mean
1: even even to say that phrase six years is still nothing. I mean, podcasting's been around for yeah. like ten years, but I know to, to survive for four years or more <laughs> is kind of unusual in the podcasting world. So congratulations on that. Thank you. So okay, so you've been Andrew Warner turned you on to bots and you got all in on bots. And now today you are helping individuals figure out how to build bots and how to do stuff with bots. Can you share a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, actually, in the before I took his course, because to me, his course was Pretty pricey. I had to prove to myself that I could do this, and so I pre-sold two bots. And I usually don't say I build bots because that's like saying you build emails, right. uh, you right. know. So I, you know, I I pre-sold two of these um, funnels. That's why I okay. named the company fun- Messenger Funnels. And then at a thousand dollars each. And so then I went, okay, Smart. I've got the money to afford this. So and I obviously can talk about it. Um, and. So I'm going to join this course. And so once I joined that course, I started taking clients to really build out similar to email funnels, but in Messenger, and then started learning all kinds of things about how this thing works and, and what the power is beyond just the automated sequence idea. And uh, so now, yeah, I, I've i uh, over 50 clients that we've served um And we get very detailed into the marketing strategy and sales strategy of our clients. We don't just build a bot. Um, We make sure it fits what they're currently doing and where they want to go with their marketing. And so that's that's the crux of it, really, building how Messenger can fit into uh, a business marketing and sales
1: strategy. Awesome. Well, you're probably the fourth person or fifth person I've had on my podcast about bots, Um, And I'm going to continue to have other guests on about bots, because I believe it's a big opportunity. But I would love to hear from you. To those listening right now that have not jumped on the messenger bot bandwagon, why do you think it's so important?
2: This is the communication channel right now, where all almost all of your prospects live. They live here. They live in Messenger, and not just in Messenger, but in uh, on Facebook. So that whole ecosystem, that's where your prospects are. So why are you not communicating with them where they choose to live? And that's really it. You need to dive into this, explore it, um, test it out, figure out how it works for your products, your services, all those things, and then incorporate the Messenger marketing strategy into your overall marketing and sales strategy. It it really, you, you have to be where your prospects are, and they are on Messenger.
1: Well, what about for people listening right now that say, well, they also have email and I have their email address. Why would I also do bots? Good question. And I would ask you, why are you content
2: with having only 20% of those people on your email list actually see what you have to say?
1: If you're really lucky.
2: <laughs> if you're really lucky. And then that's only seeing what you have to say. That's if they actually open it. Then less than 5% of those people actually clicking through to your offers or your content or whatever else else it is. Why would you be content with that? And that's fine. If you're content with that and you want to just test out bots and add them, you can still link the two. So it's not like you have to get rid of one and only do the other. You can do both. And I've never, ever, ever in the last year and a half had anyone complain to me, you know what? You're sending me messages on both messenger and email. Will you stop?
1: What about the people that say, I don't like building my home on on rented land. And when you build your home on Facebook, you're going to get you know, we've had some experiences, you know, with Facebook, um, you know, cause they kind of own everything. Is that the same with bots or is that not true with bots?
2: Uh, no, it's, it's pretty much true with bots. Um, just from the standpoint that your bot is attached to your Facebook business page. So if for some reason Facebook doesn't like your business page, they can shut down your business page. If for some reason you try and boost a post, and there goes your bot. Yes. Right. And in that sense, they are subscribers, just like email. So you can transfer those people, and I wouldn't say transfer them after. I mean, you can't do it after they were to shut you down. But you can ask them for their email address and make sure you have combinations. You have them in both places. You can send them to other sales pages and your e- and your website, or you can use um, like Write Message and oh those kinds of products on your website to connect those with bots. You can in- integrate. All of this, so that if one piece goes down, it's not like you're dead. You, right. you have all the other pieces. None of us would put all of our business in one place and only use that. I don't.
1: Don't you get their phone number too? Couldn't you get their phone number and uh, use an SMS way of communicating yep. with them yep. as well?
2: All of it, yes.
1: Yeah. So, and, and I think the key thing a lot of people should understand is that it's actually not the database doesn't live in Facebook, it lives with tools like ChatFuel and ManyChat, right?
2: Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's important for a lot of people to understand. Unlike Facebook pages, where we have no idea who these people are, we just know that they're out there and they're part of a number. It's not the same with bots. At least that's my understanding. That That is correct, right? Correct. Good. All right. So now that we got some of that out of the way, um, I don't think I've heard anybody refer to a messenger funnel before, and you've kind of alluded to it a little bit, but I would like you to maybe describe what it is and then get into um, maybe why they're they're valuable.
2: So I'm sure people, instead of thinking the word funnel, think of the word campaign, right? Many, many digital marketers or people who do marketing understand marketing campaigns. If you're using Infusionsoft or Drip or ActiveCampaign or any of those, you understand that that's an automated sequence of messages uh, with a conclusion. So you're, you're looking to get people in, a large number of people in with a general message, maybe a specific lead magnet or something like that. Then you take them through a series of messages through a journey to get to a conclusion or a conversion. That's all the funnel is. It's the same as any kind of campaign. You have a purpose to it. So in that sense, it really, to me, the reason it made sense to name it that is because that's how I think of this. You think of a funnel as the top part being a, a whole bunch of possibly cold, probably cold traffic at the top, just kind of seeing what you have to say, then as they choose to dive into that funnel and participate in what you have to say, they are trickled down so that some people leave at certain places or might buy a low ticket item. Some people get deeper buy that low ticket item and stay in your funnel and stay in your world and your campaigns and they get deeper and deeper until at the bottom, you've got those few people out of that that little tiny hole in that bottom in that funnel that are absolute raving fans, love everything you have to say, consume all your stuff and just think you are the best thing in the world. And that's a funnel and that's a campaign, right? So the people, how many people make it to the end of a campaign? Usually an email, usually a very small percentage. So it's the same concept, but the difference is Messenger, those numbers are much higher that make it to the end because of the opening click-through rates.
1: Did that make sense? Yep. I I love the way you described what it is. Um, What is is the, um, why do they work better? And you kind of alluded to it, you know, but why do they work so well in Messenger or do they work well in Messenger? And is it just a numbers game? Talk to me.
2: Oh my goodness, uh, this one we could spend all day on because it is both a numbers game and the game itself, the way the pieces move on the board. So if you look at a messenger funnel or a messenger bot or a messenger campaign, you, uh, you bring people in and you can segment people based on their preferences. So basically they're segmenting themselves. So as simple, something as simple as what's your favorite color? Purple, blue, green. Okay, pick and one. they pick purple. Yep, and they're gonna go, and you're gonna give them purple options. Okay, that's a simple segmentation that they choose themselves. We don't have to do it for them. They choose. Um, so each question you ask, each interaction you have, you can tag them based on whether they push the button or not, whether they type something in, and you capture that information and send it over to a Google sheet. Um, you can do quizzes. You can all those things that you can you could do an email, but you need other programs to do them like type form or those kinds of things. You can do all of that in a bot. And so they segment themselves, you personalize the journey, you give them exactly what it is they say they want based on the questions you ask and the information you provide. And it is, it, it, it I can't even describe how exciting it is because they participate. It's not just you telling, it's a very active platform, not a passive one like email. And then once they do that, now it's a numbers game. So you get people in 80 to 100% open your messages. And I'm not exaggerating. Absolutely not. Every single one of my clients, anywhere from 80 to 100% of their messages get opened. Okay, hold on. Let
1: Let me ask this question. How in the world do they know it's open? Does Facebook somehow track that and send that back to the bot? platform. Many
2: chat and many, it's actually happening in messenger in many chat or chat fuel or one of the pro the platforms. So
1: they're, they've got like a little pixel or something that knows it's been open because it fires or something like that.
2: No, it's the actual button itself. We can see real time when people open that message and open. And so they either open the message or they click a button and. ManyChat or ChatFuel tabulate that based on the number of times that the message fires and then is opened. So that is all in the statistics that we gather from ManyChat and ChatFuel.
1: Got it. So whether you push a button or not, they're still going to know if you've received the message and actually looked at the message somehow. Correct. That's correct. And
2: even so, even through that, if they go through the nurturing process through the messages, because you can take one big, long story email and you could possibly break that up into 30 messages if you really wanted to. I wouldn't. But, you know, maybe let's say 10 messages of the most important information. And then each message, maybe not each, but maybe every two messages, you might have a button asking them to take an interaction to actually engage with you. And we can see where they stop engaging. So when we look at that and we say, okay, a lot of people didn't really go past this point, we've got to rework that copy or rework that button or something to see what can keep them going further in the adventure. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. So what I'm hearing you say is, first and foremost, the reason why messenger funnels work is because you have very high open rates and activity or action rates or whatever you want to click rates, whatever. But in addition, you also have unique functionality that comes with Messenger that makes it simple to provide people options and to tag them based on what they select. And then with those tags, you can, you can fire off other activities. Is that what I'm hearing you say? And, that, and that's, that's something that only comes with advanced email systems.
2: Yes. And that's very complicated in those email systems. And even those email systems that have that, they're not going to have interactive capabilities where you're going to actually have someone interact in real time with your email message.
1: That's right. What would happen is they might get another email message in their inbox That's right. and that's that right. one might not make it through. That's right. And for what it's worth, it's also worth talking about with email, you're also dealing with spam filters, right? So, right. Uh, which are not yet on messenger. <laughs> so, and I no. say, I say yet, because you know, it's probably going to come someday, right?
2: Oh, shh, don't say that.
1: <laughs> but for now there is no such filter. You know what I mean? And- no,
2: there isn't. And you know, the, the other big part of this is that the user has really all the power. So if they have to choose, you can't spam someone, even if i wanted to i couldn't spam them i couldn't buy a list i couldn't in any way engage with them on messenger from a business standpoint without their initial opting in right and then once they choose to opt out i can no longer message them immediately it's not like okay well in 10 days we'll remove you from our list right. no this is immediate
1: that's awesome all right good so we've talked about what it is and why it works now let's get into let's get into the A good funnel, you know, and I know you could talk about a bazillion different funnels, but let's talk about one that you think is really well performing and where we need to start and just kind of walk us through and help us understand what we need to know.
2: That is, that's that's the fun of this. Okay, so we all are marketers. We all understand that we want to get people into our world. We want to take them through a journey and we want to have a conversion at the end, whether that conversion is a phone appointment or a sale or membership or whatever. And there's one of my clients specifically, Allison J. Prince. She has a uh, course, an online course, where she teaches people how to create an e-commerce business. Hmm. And her claim to fame is that she created this these e-commerce uh, businesses for herself and then she thought, okay, well, these are performing great, but that doesn't mean anything until I can get someone else to have the same results. And so she started going to her family doing it. And then she finally had her daughters who were at the time 10 and 13, I think, um, create a business selling scarves and they sold a hundred thousand dollars worth of scarves in nine months.
1: Wow. That's like a nice little college fund, isn't it?
2: (laughs) That's exactly what they're using it for. (laughs) So, um, so, you know, she knew obviously that she could turn this into a course and that people would understand and be able to get results. So she created this course. She um brought it up to really good success as of say last September. She got in touch with me. We set up a few little campaigns and she wanted to go do it on her own. So she did. And then she came back to me going, okay, never mind. <laughs> so um what we did for her is we set up a webinar chat bot. And this webinar chatbot is very counterintuitive to the standard webinar platform. You know, we have our standard webinar. We do a Facebook ad to a registration page. We gather an email and register them on Webinar Jam or whatever, and then send them follow-up messages and email to remind them to come to the e- webinar, go to the webinar, sell them the, the course, and then follow up on the end to a cart close, right? That's the standard process, right. right? right. In the webinar chat bot, we tried that and we started that and it works really well to start with reminder messages. So once they uh, subscribe and re-register for the webinar, we, on the thank you page, give a little button that says, hey, would you like a reminder in Messenger? And that alone gives about a 30% boost to attendance. Really? Because, yes, because we, once we say, just say, we, we just want a reminder, quickest, easiest way. Great, here's your button, click it, Messenger opens, opt in, and then say 15 minutes, 10 minutes before the webinar, we say, hey, where are you? We're getting ready to start. And of course, with the 80 to 100% open rates, people are there, they still have notifications on their phone, they go, oh, that's right, the webinar, and they jump on the webinar.
1: Okay, so so you first started with this very basic uh, add to landing page with webinar reg form, and then... On the thank you page after they've opted in with their email address, it says, would you like to receive a notification in Messenger? Is that what I'm hearing you? That's how you started this thing, right?
2: Yep. Would you like to get a reminder in Messenger when we go live?
1: And then uh, for people that don't know how simple that is, describe what that looks like when when you go to that register page. It's not just those words. Doesn't it also show their face or something like that?
2: So in on the button, next to the button, there's a little uh, checkbox, and it's by Facebook's Terms of Service, that checkbox bo- check is supposed to be above the button so that they see that first, um, and so that's a, that's a key, really follow Facebook's Terms of Service, please. Um, so you have that, bo- that little checkbox above the button, and it shows their face and says, especially if they're already logged into Facebook, which most of us are constantly, um, they say, is this you? And if it's not you, then there's the link thing. And then the button is right there that says open in messenger or, or reminder in messenger. So their picture and their checkbox is right above that button. It also says Messenger, and boom, they just click the button, and there's one extra step. And even that, we're, we're having opportunities to get rid of this step. It's called the Get Started button. It's this ugly page that Facebook provides. I don't know why. That's a blank white page, and it basically at the very bottom says Get Started. And they have to click that Get Started button on that ugly page before they can actually be considered an, uh,
1: a subscriber. And once so, they do, then what happens?
2: Once they do, then we give them their welcome message. Their their opt-in message. Great. Thanks. I'm so glad you you want to communicate with us on Messenger. Hang tight. We're going live on Tuesday. So, listen for that little ding in Messenger and I'll be back soon.
1: Perfect. That's sim- that simple. Then you evolved this thing obviously, right?
2: Yes. So what we tried to do, we tried other ways of like sending Facebook ads straight into Messenger to get to a webinar sequence, just like we did in email, right? So that's typically where most of us start is what we know. So we know what works in email, let's check it out in Messenger. Well, yeah, that might work a little bit better than email, but it's still is clunky. It doesn't, it just didn't feel right. So we tur- We took what Messenger and what Facebook specifically is known for and their basic mission statement. And we just said, why don't we just do that? And that mes- mission statement is basically communication, it's connection, it's engagement. And so we thought, okay, instead of uh, people are pretty much kind of going away from the word webinar anyway, and everybody's calling it either a masterclass or a free training or online training or something like that. So... It's all about giving value, or now I'm actually starting to change that since that's kind of a, a cliched term, uh, really giving vision. You're creating the vision for people who are following you. So let's do a same V word, but make it vision. So creating vision for people, giving them vision. And so what we've done now is we've connected the Facebook Live comment tool or the Facebook comment tool. And I can go into that in a second if you want. But if I can go through the basic process first, then we can go tear it apart if you want. Sure, sure. So the basic process is my clients go live on their business page once a week at least. Some of them go like every day for five days for like a... A five day challenge or something. But most of the time, it's once a week. This is an evergreen webinar. So they go live on their page once a week, same time, same bat channel, and they give away some kind of vision or value. And that's usually in the form of a PDF. And I have some clients where they're, um, they're, prospects respond better with videos. So short little videos that they actually give away as video trainings. But Allison specifically, we started with her and she does a PDF every week relating to, it's a high level concept. So something like the 15 biggest business mistakes I ever made and how to avoid them or the top six apps I use in my business every day.
1: So what does she do? Does she talk about what the freebie is while she's live?
2: yes so she'll talk she'll in the beginning even she would turn her phone around she would be on her phone and she would turn her phone around to her computer screen and show the PDF show you know the digital version of the PDF and kind of say hey this is what I'm talking about and of course she has a great online presence so a uh, great video presence so or she would print it out and actually put it up to the camera and kind of move it around and show them what she was talking about and sometimes if they're a big one like a 15 business mistakes she might talk about the the top one or two that made the most impact for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's like three things, then she'll go over those three things. And then she'll say, hey, if you want this, this is very important to do, again, Facebook TOS. If you want this... Terms uh, of service,
1: just for people that don't know what TOS is, go <laughs> ahead. Yeah,
2: terms of service. If you want this, comment on this post and I'll give you the PDF in Messenger. You have to say that. Say, if you comment on this post... I will give you blank, X, Y, Z, in Messenger. And she's saying, this,
1: she's saying this out loud in the video, not in the text on the post. Is that correct? Both. Oh, okay.
2: So you type it in the, in the actual copy of the post and you say it in the video. Okay. And I saw, in the beginning, she even put that on the screen. She used to take her videos and instead of doing them live, she would pretty them up and put fancy stuff on them and then post them. Um, and so she would even type that on the screen as well. But it, you don't have to on the post and in the live. And so then every time someone comments, and this is a top-level comment, this is not a reply to someone else's comment. This is just the top-level. When they engage the post with a comment, they then automatically fire the bot and get that get started message if they don't have it already. And then they're offered the the opt-in. We say, you know, there is another step that they have to go through in the comment tool, however – once that opens, once that message opens, we say something like, Hey, hey, I didn't hear you. Type mistake and I'll give you my freebie. So they have to engage with that next that first message they see in Messenger, they have to reply to it as kind of a consent. Oh, I see. So they do a comment first. They reply to Messenger when it opens, and then we start the opt-in message. Thanks so much. Here's the freebie. Let's do this.
1: So you could even say, hey, please confirm that you want to receive yeah. this by typing the word yes or something like That's that. That's it. Right?
2: Yep. As long as they reply, you can just say, hey, give me your be- your favorite emoji.
1: Yeah. Anything. Right? Got it.
2: Any kind of reply, but they have to engage it with a reply.
1: That Why? Why? Is that why is that? just to make sure it's not accidental confusion? Yeah,
2: it's a Facebook thing. You know, it's that's the the structure that Facebook put on it, so that, yes, you can do a comment so that they don't probably so that we don't try and do clickbait kind of thing, right. 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 Um, and so they comment on the post. So we can basically attach any post to any comment tool without telling them that this is happening, and then just get subscribers from those posts. Otherwise, if we didn't get that confirmation message.
1: So to be clear, what I'm hearing you say is, um, in this case, um, Allison, your client, went live and said, hey, I've got, um, let's say, a 15, 15 tips to share with you. I'm going to give you one or two. And by the way, if you want the rest of them, you know, um, there's a PDF and all you got to do is uh, leave any comment on this post. And something equivalent to that is also in the the text of the live post. And then once they comment, um, somehow Messenger and in this case ManyChat, I think, right, are mm-hmm. monitoring it. And then uh, a series of things happen to confirm and they have to have some sort of an interaction with with, uh, something behind the scenes and that's how they get into the bot. I mean, I know I'm not perfectly stated, yeah, yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. that's the essence yep. of it, right?
2: That's exactly. Yes.
1: Okay. So, um, keep going.
2: Yeah. So then, so she does the live, she says comment on the post and even better performing is when she asks an open-ended question. Mm. What's your biggest business mistake? Reply below, comment below with your biggest business mistake, and I'll share my top 15 with you in Messenger and how to avoid them.
1: I see. So so, so that's specifically a, in the post, not in the messenger bot thing. Okay, good.
2: Correct. That's in the post. So still on the live. She says that and she types it in the, in the actual post itself. And again, the whole point of it is what Facebook loves, which is connection and engagement.
1: Yeah. Meaningful interactions, they call it. That's
2: it. Yes, that's exactly it. And so we don't, that's why you don't, I've seen lots of people do this and we did in the beginning too. Um, you don't ask them, type the word mistake on the actual Facebook live. Yeah, and then the it load. looks like,
1: then Google, no. I mean, Facebook knows sums up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, clickbait, baby. So, uh, yeah, we don't do that. We actually ask an engaging question, okay? So then we go into the bot. They confirm, yes, we want this, and we want to subscribe. Then we go, great, here's your PDF, and we deliver the PDF. And usually it's a one-page PDF, so they can consume it pretty quickly, 30 seconds, Right. So then we wait, and we put a timer, a time delay on the bot, and we wait, say, 30 seconds or 60, depending on how much content is on that PDF, and then we pop back in, and we say, hey, if you liked that, you might like this other PDF that I shared last week, and we have conditional logic based into the bot now. We didn't in the beginning, um, but we have conditional logic, so we know if they've opted in and consumed that other PDF, and if they didn't then we offer them the second PDF. Do you ask if
1: they want it or you just send it to them?
2: we We just, basically because the conditional logic is in the bot and we know whether they, because we've tagged and segmented, so we know if they push that button and we know if they were already a customer. And if they're not a customer and they haven't downloaded that previous PDF, we say, hey, here's another, if you like that one, you might like this one. And then we ask, would you
1: like it? I see. And at that point, at that point, there's like a button they click, yes or no kind of a thing. Okay.
2: That's right. You say, yeah, give it to me or nah, no thanks or something, you know, make it fun. This isn't just a yes or no. Right. And so if they say yes, then we give them the second PDF with a little intro of what it's about really short. Um, you know, usually that's done in the, uh, the cover image, right? The image of it, of what it's about. And then we deliver the PDF and then we wait another 30 seconds and let them commute, let them consume that. And then oh, This we is a back. really
1: fast funnel, isn't it?
2: It is. Because again, what are we doing in the beginning? We're giving value. We're giving vision. We're showing them and giving them the things that we know. And these are all related to the product we're going to sell later. They're just higher level, uh, higher views of this product. They're not down in the weeds. They're the concepts of what she understands and the expert status. It's basically, if that's what you want to look at it, she's showing her expert status.
1: Now, before we go too much deeper, I like this concept of going from lead magnet to lead magnet or from going from freebie to freebie because that's unusual. Um, Mm -hmm. It's sometimes done in email where they will send a daily email with a lot of text in it, but I don't think I've ever really heard it kind of done this way for bots, I think that's really fascinating. And what's even more fascinating is the PDF is short and highly simple to consume. Is that an important part of it?
2: That is a very important part of it. And what the reason we've developed this to this point is because what we've found is through testing this out, we give one PDF and then for, in the beginning, we just went straight to the webinar, just like a regular email funnel would, right? And then we thought, okay, well, how can we give more value? We gave a PDF, then went to the webinar. Then we went, okay, does that really, that still feels like we're just selling. Um, so let's try another PDF and then go to the webinar. And what we found, Mike, is that The average on Allison's page and with Allison's results, it takes 2.8 times of consuming a lead magnet or a freebie before they actually convert to a sale.
1: Before they convert to a sale or convert to a prospect, because convert to
2: a sale on the webinar.
1: Interesting. Oh, a sale. Okay, but um, what is um, you know? There's two different kinds of conversions, right? A lead and a sale. So, so do you find that it also requires to? to is the is the is the third thing the webinar is it like a freebie yes. freebie webinar is that the idea
2: that's exactly it only we don't just go hey join us on the webinar we do some nurturing first okay. and we say something like hey in the meantime did you hear about my two daughters and how they raised eight a hundred thousand dollars in nine months and, you know, just do basically that hook, same kind of concept as if you're going to send an email or do an ad, right? Um, and they say, no, yeah, I heard about that. Or, whoa, what's that about? Or, nah, no thanks, right? Giving those, those two options. Yes, I want to learn more or nah, no thank you. And the ones who want to learn more, then we go into, yeah, they did this on on my course uh, zero to 100K and... Um, You know,
1: do we, do we do that in text or video or how do you do that?
2: Oh no, it's all in the text of the bot. It's all in the messages we're sending. Got it. So you're not like sending them off
1: to a blog post or anything
2: like that. No, nothing. You're keeping them in the bot. Again, Facebook
1: loves if you stay on Facebook. (laughs) So Could, could you send them a short little 60 second video? Is that an option? You could,
2: yes, you could definitely. So there is a requirement of 25 megabytes or less. You can upload an audio file, a video file, a PDF, a GIF. Uh, an image, as long as you stay below that 25 meg- megabytes, you're
1: good. Got it. So in the case of the story, I would imagine um, that's going to be quite a few paragraphs. Is there any kind of suggestions of how much text you should send in one kind of... Sw- Definitely. You know, what, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that. Yes.
2: Okay. So this is, this is my favorite part. This is the reason, another, if you want to get into a deeper reason, why Messenger worked so well for me. I was a Twitter gal. I was just not a, you know, tell everybody what my kids did that day or what I had for lunch or any, I just didn't, I was, I'm not a gossipy kind of gal. And so Twitter worked great. I loved it. Short, sweet, to the point, awesome. And so when Facebook opened this up, it made sense to me. And so I call it now face tweet. Hmm. And so that's exactly the way I think of it when I'm typing my messages. I keep it to about 160 characters or less each block of text. So there are a couple of ways you can go between blocks. You can do a block and then you can add a time delay and you can have that time delay either sit there and wait like we do in those 30 second times when we're letting them consume the the lead magnet. We don't do a typing delay where it looks like the bot is typing, right? We just leave it blank and wait. Um, um, just so out of curiosity, what,
1: why does it, what's the, oh, because the typing delay might distract them from reading the yeah. copy. Got yeah. It. it
2: looks like I'm typing a message, right? So when someone's typing something, you're kind of waiting and anticipating what they're going to say. Right. So we leave that typing part out when we're delivering the lead magnet and we're waiting those 30 seconds before we deliver the second one. By
1: the way, most people um, might not even understand that you can even do that. I mean, what, yeah. in what yeah. situations would you want to do that?
2: Would you want to add the typing delay?
1: Yeah, because that you know people that that's that three little dots that are flashing or whatever. Like so, I mean, does it does it ever make sense to use that?
2: Oh my goodness, yes. So in this, when I'm talking about the 160 characters and like with Allison's, um, right? You know, story that we're going through, we might deliver a 160 characters or, or so of text, but it doesn't convey the entire message we want to tell them before we ask them to take an action, like click a button or give us an email or respond to something so we we type we put that first block of text then we do the typing delay to let them know more is coming
1: i see i see okay
2: and then we do the next typing you know the next block of text and then give them a you know give them a button and actually ManyChat has a, a limit to the number of times you can just have a typing delay between blocks of text and i think it's like five or six i can't remember exactly i just don't usually
1: ever go that high
2: <laughs> anymore so you don't so. recommend
1: just sending all five at once or whatever right because oh. Oh my goodness, no, because That's again, this all,
2: think about you on your phone, right? Yeah, it's
1: going to be a bloop, um, bloop, 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 yep.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then they're going to, I've, I've had this with bots when no I- No one will scroll up.
1: up either too, right? I mean, they might That's not.
2: it, you have to do that. I'm one of these old folks that has, you know, one of these smaller iPhones, right? I'm not into the big old note things. So <laughs> I've got to scroll back up to see where you started right. uh, in order to read it. And that is very frustrating to me. So yeah, do the typing delays, short messages, let people consume it before you give them more. Okay. Uh, just like as if you're typing to a friend.
1: Is there anything else we need to know about like sending the lead magnets before we get into how you went to the webinar, how you introduced the webinar at this point? No,
2: it really is just um, whatever value you want to give. And again, I have another client that does little short videos, like you mentioned, 25 megabytes or less, and we can deliver them right inside the bot. And if they're longer, then you can still give a link to the actual video, let's say on Vimeo. And... It will open in what's called a web view. So Messenger opens its own, it just on top of Messenger, so it doesn't have to open a browser Got and it. go outside of it. It opens it right inside of Messenger so that it can consume it right there. When they're done, they click the X, they're still in Messenger.
1: Perfect. Okay, so we've, at this point, following the Allison model, we've now received uh, presumably two lead magnets and possibly a story. What's the next part of the process?
2: So part of the story is obviously nurturing them to say yes to want to watch the webinar. I see. Um, and so we say, great. Are you a newbie or hit? Do you already have an online store? And so they choose one or the other. And again, we segment and tag, and then we give them different information, different messages. Beyond that, great. If you already have a, a store, then we can help you, you know, maximize its return. Or if you're a newbie, you know, it's something like newbies unite, yay, let's do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so then each of them gets a separate set of messages. And we're talking about maybe three more blocks of text and that's it. And then we say, would you like to join me on this free masterclass? And they either say, yeah, let me in or heck yeah, or nah, I'm good. And all of those buttons we have tagged so that we know the next time they come in, because chances are they're going to consume next week's lead magnet. We know what they've consumed. And instead of bringing them through this exact same sequence again, saying, are you a newbie or you already have a core or a store, then we can send them straight to a replay of the webinar rather than gathering that information. Because then we should know that. We should be able to tag that. We shouldn't, they're going to know that we're just you know, a stupid automation system if we ask them the same questions five times.
1: Okay. So one thing that you didn't mention, in the first story when we started this whole thing, you, we were sending them to a landing page where they register for a webinar. Is that still the case here? Or are we somehow doing no. this all in Messenger? If so, talk about the difference.
2: The difference is, okay, again, we can bring people in. So when you say conversion to a lead, to me, I look at a lead as once they become a, a mini chat or a messenger subscriber, Right. they are my lead. Got it. Okay. So in that sense, I don't have to go outside and wait to a landing page. Some clients do for different kinds of products. But right. for this webinar, the lead comes in from the Facebook live and that comment. So okay. we don't need the landing page and the buttons and all that. They come in from that comment. And let me go kind of one step ahead where you might be going. So we, if, if they're not on their Facebook page, they, aren't, aren't, they didn't like this? Uh, Allison's Facebook page, she can then, which she did in the beginning, boost that post to a targeted audience, a cold audience, whatever she wants to do, and bring people in. And anyone who comments on that boosted post will also become a subscriber and messenger.
1: Okay. So then here's, yeah. Okay. I'm with you hundred percent on that. What I'm hearing you say is that once they're in your sequence, um, in messenger, they are a prospect or a lead because you have some basic information that's provided to you through Facebook messenger. Um, right. the question I'm asking is how do you get them into the webinar? That's the part I'm confused about.
2: So we give. We don't even again it, during the live or any other time. We don't even talk about the webinar. We only talk about the value that we're trying to give in the freebie. In no, the no, I,
1: no, I know. We're, we're, we're like down the funnel here, right? So we. Yep. So they, we give
2: the lead magnet. We give the second lead magnet. We give them few of those. You know, are you a newbie? Are you a you know previous e-commerce? Then we say, hey, would you like to join me? I've got this free masterclass. Right. That's the webinar. Um, I'm where talking I about show the integration. How I do this?
1: The technical integration. How does that work? That's what I'm asking. Got it.
2: So they. So then they. Go Go, uh, they say, yes, I want to know. OK, after that, we ask them, fantastic. Is this your best email address? I or see. if not, reply with a better one. Because again, like I heard you like her, I heard Molly uh, tell you on your podcast, the button is automatically populated with the email address they used on Facebook. Got it. So we say, is this your best email address? If not, reply with a better one. And when they either check, yep, that's it and click that button or type in their email, we have a custom integration that's done. And this client, Allison, is specifically on ClickFunnels. Um, so sh- we have a custom integration done through Zapier to automatically subscribe that person to the appropriate sequence. And we have a separate sequence just for many chat, just for messenger. So we can track everything, uh, subscribe that person to that sequence in ClickFunnels. And that fires sending them to the appropriate page that is specific to messenger again. And her in her webinar sequence she has like a a preview page that says she has a video on it and it says the webinar is starting or the masterclass is starting in 4 minutes and there's a countdown timer and the, and she says in the video hey when that timer goes down to 0 the, the our, our class is going to start so hang on and people wait through that 4 minutes then they go straight to the to the training
1: Okay, and so, then the
2: integration. Let me finish the integration. Yeah, then it. it comes back, and Zapier also then tells whether it, that person has purchased because we've carried through the Messenger ID, and that's very important. You have you can't communicate back with ManyChat or Chatfuel unless you have the Messenger ID. It's not based on email
1: address. Okay, um, so a lot of people out there probably use GoToWebinar or some other similar platform. Mm-hmm. So do, what I'm think I'm hearing you say is that, in this case, ManyChat uses Zapier to integrate with your webinar platform because you've collected the email address, and now that somehow gets conveyed over to um, register them for the webinar so that they can get their unique identity and all that fun stuff? Yeah, okay,
2: so we go even better, one better than that, which is the most exciting part. Because you know the barrier to entry is going to be that email address, Right. Right. um and having to put in their name and email on a registration page for the webinar. So once they click that button or they type in their email address, we have the integration such that it automatically registers them for the webinar and creates their unique URL for the webinar. Okay. And so if it's an evergreen webinar, then they're just sent there and they just get the you know the unique URL, they don't have to click it. It right. just populates, right? And then they get to watch the the video or the the replay. If it's a live webinar, then we go back and say the webinar is going to be on Tuesday and this message was sent out on Saturday. And then we give them a message, say, you know, Monday morning, great. We're, you know, give them some more value like we do in nurturing to get them to the attendance. And then Tuesday morning, 15 minutes before the webinar, we say, hey, where are you? Click, your, click the link and join us. And that link in the bot is specifically their unique URL. Got and it. there's a way that we code that in the button, so that uh, we've already got that um, integrated, and we know when they click it, it is associated with their Facebook profile, their Messenger profile.
1: Very cool. So, so right now, when it comes to webinar stuff, it sounds like there's a little bit of custom integration that needs to happen, um, or. Are bots like ManyChat beginning to become more integrated with major webinar providers so that you don't need to actually have someone code that for you?
2: Uh, you the major, I think ManyChat or Zapier, because ManyChat has to use Zapier.
1: Got it. Okay. Um,
2: so you Zapier You have to understand
1: integrates. that. Yeah. Okay. Got it.
2: Yeah. So Zapier integrates with, I think, GoToWebinar and uh, one other one.
1: Demio, Demio is one of the ones we use, which is an one. No, Demio is not one. Yeah. Um,
2: it's it's go to webinar, and they also integrate with WebEx, Zoom.
1: Maybe WebEx or something like that.
2: No, I don't remember. It's it's. I don't think it's ever webinar. It's not ever webinar and webinar jam. That's for sure because they don't have a Zapier interface. Um, So we definitely had to. Most of our clients use webinar jam or ever webinar. Got it. And so we had to create a custom integration that basically connects the API of ManyChat and the API of Webinar Jam in order to make this happen. Um, But if you familiar with if you're familiar with Zapier and it's it's uh, accessible through Zapier, you can just create a Zap to do that same thing.
1: Okay. Last question. How effective has this been for Allison? (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is the most exciting part. Okay, so before I tell you exactly how effective it's been, I have to tell you what she was doing before. So she's already up to a hundred thousand a month before I even start working with her using the traditional um, Facebook ad to a landing page, a registration, yada yada yada. Right. So she has Facebook ad spend and a Facebook ads professional that handles that for her. When she signed up with us, it took us and we don't we she chose to do I think a couple of uh, boosts of posts. And because those, those posts were so interactive, Facebook gave her higher organic reach than That's she awesome. had to pay for. That's awesome. So it was like 65% organic reach, and she had to pay for 35%. So it was really cool, but she doesn't even do that anymore. So it took us, uh, the first week we did this, she had five sales. And out of 200, excuse me, out of 171 um, opt-ins. And that was five sales of a $997 course. Awesome. The second week she got 10 sales, the third, 13, the fourth, nine, and it has been consistent since then. Anywhere the lowest is 15 and the highest is 44.
1: Wow. So it's just consistently bringing in revenue for her. And it sounds like she's using the pre-recorded webinar. So it's kind of fully automated. Is that what I'm hearing you say? It's
2: the only part that's not automated is obviously her Facebook lives.
1: Right. She has
2: to do those. And not only that, we've also, the statistics we're finding like just before we got on this call, as a matter of fact, because I get notifications from her page. Right. Um, I had someone, the third freebie we did uh, uh, was on January 23rd. I had someone opt in to that freebie right before we got on this call.
1: And we're recording so what in July. Doing, that's amazing they're
2: going through. So what I what I really want to impart, if you engage people, they're, people are going through, once they find her, they're consuming huge amounts of information on her page. And so what we're finding is each of these freebies are different and offer different things. Some of them perform way better than others. One of them only got 41 opt-ins, whereas another one that have 400. Right? So we can take that data and basically help with her marketing strategy to say, these are the types of Facebook Lives or or PDFs or freebies you want to do that are the highest converting. These are the ones that haven't been as high converting, so don't do as many like that. So when people go through her page, they consume this. They sit there for hours. It's it's amazing. And they just keep consuming this information and keep opting in for the things that speak to them.
1: Awesome. Mary Katherine Johnson, first of all, thank you so much for um, sharing this Really awesome example and how this all works with our audience. Why don't you tell everybody where they can discover more about you?
2: MessengerFunnels.com or on Facebook, MessengerFunnels as well. Um, we have a, a bot. If you opt into our bot from our Facebook page, you will get what's called a conversion calculator. And that will help you determine, based on your email list or any subscriber list that you have, if you had that same subscriber list in Messenger, how your actual sales and conversions could be different. And you can access that. You can also listen to the podcast, ParentEntrepreneurPower.com. And uh, we also have that uh, conversion calculator on that as well.
1: And where can they find Messenger? It was at MessengerFunnels.com is the main site where they'll find that also. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Mary.
2: You're welcome, Mike. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had, I had a blast.
1: Well, I hope you got a lot of value out of today's interview. If there was anything we mentioned and you missed it, visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 316. That'll get you to the show notes. Also, if you're new, hit the subscribe button. We've got some amazing content coming up. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelsner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world.
0: The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.